It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Can we just call Winsome Sears a black woman? Can we, can we just do that to all my buddies in the news media, no matter what channel you're on? She was born in Jamaica. She's a black woman. She came to America. She's a black woman. She was a Marine, not a black Marine. She's an American, not an African-American. Can we just, you know, get past that? She says, and I like the way she says it, she's going to represent, represent as the lieutenant governor, all of the residents of Virginia. That's her job. The job's not to represent those who voted for you, but to represent the interests of all then make the best decision in their interests. You see, they're already, even on our side, we carve people up into sub-designations. Something I'd wanted to get off my chest. For my next guest, who will likely be part of the conversation in 2022 more so, but it begins today with the election hangover, uh, it's the congressional race. What will happen in the House? We haven't heard from House leaders on the Republican or Democrat side this morning. Robert Cornicelli uh, running for Congress in New York's first congressional district. That's downstate, the tip of Long Island, if you will, or a good half of Long Island geographically joins me now. Robert, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, David. Thank you for having me. Well, good to have you here. So, you know, let first your reaction to last night and your thoughts. Uh, Republicans having uh, some top of the ticket wins, uh, some others that matter down ballot. Uh, your thoughts? You know, we can look at this as a, a Republican win or we can look at this as the American people saying no more critical race theory no more dividing us by race and color. And, and you brought up our new lieutenant governor in Virginia. There's always a label. Um, I think people are starting to say we don't want labels anymore. Let's just look at each other as Americans um, and, and get rid of these policies and these theories that continually separate us. And, and, and they're designed to keep us in this constant state of conflict. So I, I think the win whether you call it a red wave, I think it was a, a non-conflict wave. Get us out of the conflict, uh, you know, amongst the classes. So it was great. It was a great night. All right. So let's go right to you and your website, CornicelliForCongress.com, spelled out. Uh, why did you get into this race? What drove you to become a candidate? David, for the last seven years, uh, three of the first, I was still active duty. Uh, we started a veteran group called Veteran Recovery Coalition. What we do is we help veterans who are disabled, homeless, have substance dependency, get back into the workforce. Every major holiday, even Super Bowl, St. Patrick's Day, we bring catered dinners to all the homeless shelters on Long Island. If they're ready to go back into the workforce, we'll get their cars up and running, a suit if they need it, resume work. We do anything to get homeless and substance-dependent veterans back into the workforce. We actually have, as one of our about 70 volunteers, two individuals who are autistic. One's nonverbal, one's verbal. And the pandemic just illuminated what they're going through when you compare them to veterans stuck in a shelter. Veterans in a shelter, they could not leave. 
people with, let's say, autism, they were stuck at home. They couldn't go to their residences where they had their programs and their services. So it started getting me thinking, maybe we need to start raising money to help these um, developmental disability institutes get back up and running. So Lee Zeldin announces he's running for governor. I said, you know what? It, it is a royal pain in the you-know-what, getting the resources and funds to take care of our most vulnerable people in our community every year. It's a pain. I'm running for this spot, and I'm going to demand in the House that we start funding more programs, especially when we have a pandemic, to take care of our, our most vulnerable. I'm sick and tired of having a fight to help them. There shouldn't be a fight, especially when they're throwing around 450000 for illegal aliens. So it's really. Oh, look, don't even people. get me started on that. The proposal and the idea that the death benefit for a surviving partner, a wife, or husband is $400,000, and they would settle by giving, if they settle this lawsuit, $450,000 plus to an illegal alien. But, you know, all of that is part of the importance of recognizing that there are Americans who have given above and beyond, or at least put themselves in that position by raising their right hands, like you did, by the way, as a veteran and someone who served this nation. So go into Washington with that message, and it is an important message and an important fight, uh, is, is a part of this. But there are other things out there that your district needs, that your constituents need. What do you see in your district, and what would you go to Washington with in addition to what you've just told us? Well, here on Long Island, we have one of the, the highest tax rates. Living on Long Island is, is very difficult, and, and it's funny you brought that up. If you're a re- retiring out of the military like I did, you don't retire with your basic allowance of housing, the major chunk of your pay. That you, 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 don't get, you don't get anymore once you retire. So you're retiring with the same paycheck as someone who retires to, let's say, Tennessee. You can't survive here on Long Island. So I'm going down there to fight to bring more resources back here. We need to get our fishing industry back up. Um, we need to get our school taxes down. There's so many things we need to do down in D.C. to help bring more resources back to, to Long Island. And, David, it's a no-compromise mentality when I go down there. You know it better than anyone. You can't compromise with the radical left. There's, there are no more Reagan Democrats. The radical left wants everything their way, and they won't budge. So you have to go down there and be a leader rally people around you and, and, and get everything you need for your districts because the radical left, they're, they're not meeting halfway. My so guest, no Robert Cornicelli, uh, first district of New York congressional candidate. That's the outer end of Long Island. I never really know how to do that. It's 100 miles long, Robert. So people people think of Island as this little round thing, you know, instead of this 100 mile long island in Long Island. So you're you're looking at a vast population and diverse population you know you've got a little bit more of a blue collar area out on the tip in montauk you've got the hamptons to some degree or the hampton effect you know you've got a very diverse group out there who will have a variety of issues and you know when you look at the the people that you seek to represent in in a state that is overwhelmingly democrat what do you say to them to ask them for their vote Regardless of party. 
I think what makes a veteran or a retired Army officer, as I am, so appealing to people from all backgrounds is the fact that you've served with people from all backgrounds and you've gone to countries and defended people of all backgrounds. So you've, you have a proven track record yet you're not looking at the person's color or their religion or their race. You're looking at the person and you're going to defend them and defend their households and defend their pocketbooks. I think what makes veterans so special is we have this proven track record that we're, we're going to fight for everyone on Long Island, whether you're making $10 an hour or $400,000 an hour. You deserve the right to keep as much as, as you possibly can. Work as hard as you can with the least amount of regulations or restrictions. It's about those oppressive restrictions that, that the people on the left constantly want to, want to throw on top of your shoulders. I think everyone out here, regardless of, of their economic status, they're feeling the burden of these restrictions. And, and a guy like me will go down to Washington and say, I'm fighting for everyone. I, I don't care about who you, who you worship or the color of your skin or what gender you are. You, de- you, you deserve a representative. And that's why that's I'm going down there. Well, that's why we hope our representatives not only go there, but stay that way. You know, the point you made about uh, going up against the left, there obviously are also issues with the long-running Republican establishment. Look, we need a good establishment. We need a good institutional structure. You need organization like you do in the military to be effective. But there are problems within the Republican establishment. So, you know, address that issue because I know this from seeing so many people go down there and their biggest fight is, you know what the Democrats are going to do, but how do we fix things within our party? You have to run and let Republicans and Democrats know you're not going down there to make allies with Republicans and Democrats. You're going down there to represent your district. I'm not going out here to the party leaders and begging them for their endorsement. I'm telling them I'm running and I'm going to run for the people. And if the party leaders start choosing candidates according to their character, not how much money they can raise or um, who they know, we could turn the Republican Party around and, and attract younger voters and younger um, kids who are looking to run. These youngsters coming out of college, they're looking at the Republican Party as this group of old white men who sit in the back room smoking cigars and there's no place for them. Not my Republican Party. There's a place for everyone. And I, I think it starts here. You just need to get out, reach the voters, let them know that you're going down there to make some changes and they're the boss, not the party leaders. And, I, and I'm open about that. Party leaders are not my boss. It's, it's the voter. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Robert, thank you for your service. Thank you for joining me. And congratulations and good luck to you. You're, you know, I always say that you're a braver man than I to go in there and get into the political game. I'll stay here with the microphone. But uh, good no, luck to you, Robert. Yourself. We'll be keeping a close eye going into 2022. Thank you, David, and thank you for everything you do. All right, thank you. I'll see you out on Montauk. I make at least a few trips out there during the summer. I'll buy you some bourbon. All right, you got a deal, my friend. (laughs) That's a definite way to get my attention. Robert Cornicelli, first congressional district candidate, Army uh, captain retired as well, uh, and his website, Cornicelli for Congress, all spelled out, dot com. 
You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.